You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Man, listen, I would just appreciate it if both y'all would just take your shoes off me. And this is brand new carpet. You're tracking mud in here. Matt said you got British Knights on. I ain't seen anybody wear them since 1987. No! What the hell are you doing? Ted told me to kill him. Well, how about a little fucking discretion here? See? See? See right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? You used to not give a fuck about discretion. I seen you pull somebody's jawbone off. I seen it. You was ruthless. You was ruthless, man. <coughs> what the fuck, man? You shot me in my stomach. <laughs> I'm gonna die now, probably. Then I had you all over here for dinner. Fish tacos. Fish tacos. That's got to be the funnest crew in Hollywood. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. You think you could talk over my sound effect? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the, okay, what's the funnest crew? That whole, uh... Judd Apatow? I feel like Craig, but not even. Not, not like those immediate guys. Like, I guess it's like the degenerates of those guys, like... Craig Robinson and Danny McBride. Like, the, this is the end crew? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Craig Robinson is the funniest human being. Yeah. It, it, oh, actually, those two, um, whenever whenever they're in a movie, even if they're, they're subparts, you know, they're, they're going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, the, this is the end is a great... Uh, is a great uh, Craig was probably sweating all over shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the best part of this is the end is when... Um, they're all up in the room and they're all freaked out when they finally know that, like, or they, they start realizing that this has something to do with, like, heaven and hell or whatever. And he's like, and they're talking about how they're actors. And, and Craig Robinson's like, yeah, you know how we'd be, he's like, we've been on the beach in our drawers and it's like wintertime. We're trying to act like it's all warm and shit or whatever. <laughs> you know, that, that was probably not what he said and probably a very I know what you mean. racial fucking, movie. but uh, yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Welcome to the Awkward High Five podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Rich. And we are doing a, uh, a complete overhaul here i think of uh i think we're gonna get rid of the movie quotes we're gonna get a new opening um we had mentioned it on the last podcast or i think i just said it in passing or something like that and as we do i got a bunch of emails and and stuff like that and um no one's saying no don't change it uh no somebody well one person said the movie quotes are cool but here's the thing with the movie quotes is they're not sustainable i love hearing them um whatever but like i said last podcast uh, one, they're going to run out sooner or later, so yeah. I might as well cut it off at the pass. And then number two, um, it, we we probably would get sued at some point. Like, right. We're not really supposed to. And we're guaranteed to talk mu- uh, movies at some point, so clips will come mm-hmm. and go. And then um, the beginning, the the woman at the beginning, um, you know, turned the page thing. Yeah. Uh, number one, I just I realized that I ripped that off of somebody really yeah yeah uh, it, it, when I did that idea I came up with that idea I just we needed a, a a beginning and end to the podcast to say this is the awkward high five podcast and then at the end to say to go to the website for the uh, you know so I had to I had to drum up something pretty quick um, I hired a uh, a voiceover artist to, to do the the talking or whatever and then I was like what am I gonna put this to and I thought that it would be a fun thing to do like the old 
books that we used to the, the record books that we used yeah, to have when we were kids you know it'd be like whatever it was um sesame street sesame street or disney or something yeah. and turn it along and that was the whole concept when i even when i even emailed the chick i was i sent her a uh i found one on youtube and i was like this is what oh we didn't use somebody we knew you like found a random yeah i hired a voiceover artist. did you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and um you know i sent her a clip of it and i was like this is what i'm going for and uh and she even sent back something that wasn't it wasn't what it should have been. Like I sent her like the the warm kind of thing on the record, and she gave she gave me like a more like ah pretty good no yeah but like <laughs> her voice that you hear before this when it's like well, you know you're listening to the awkward high five yeah, podcast yeah. that's I had to I brought the pitch down on that and I slowed it down because the real raw file of that is like some chick being like you're listening to the awkward high five podcast oh, really? like she was doing like, like vaudeville oh no like a news <laughs> thing you know like yeah, uh, yeah and at the top of the hour right and I and then I fudged it and I made it work. And then I was like, "This is cool." Uh, you know, it, it turned the, we turned the page when you hear the sound, and then at the end, the sound comes in. And then I've been, and, and you know, I, it was always supposed to be like a stopgap. I was like, "I'll change that eventually when I come up with a better idea." It's now been three months of a high five, and I've I, I haven't come up with a better idea. People have said in passing that it's annoying, and and if you're one of those people out there that are annoyed by it, I understand. Really. Um, Worry about some other shit. No, <laughs> no, I know, but I, I get it. You know what I mean, um, or whatever. Damn, those two seconds out of your life. Sorry. But then I did realize that while I was thinking about it, because me and you have been talking this week about how we're going to do new stuff and we're trying to come up with new ideas. Just refresh it a little bit. Yeah, refresh that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Give it a refresher. Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. I'll explain what a refresher is in a second. (laughs) The best thing ever. But I wanted to say I wanted to out myself because I realized that I ripped that off Amy Schumer style. Really? That new? I thought you were going to like give me something from the 80s. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know how everyone's accusing Amy Schumer of stealing people's jokes oh, now? Oh, in her fashion. So I'm saying in an Amy yeah. Schumer, even though I'm not, whatever, I like Let's Amy Let's go Schumer. with Carlos Mencia. Let's, in a Carlos Mencia <laughs> yeah. style, I ripped off a band that we used to play with all the time, which were, who are great guys, and I didn't... SOV? Yeah. Holy shit! And what was their beginning on their on their seven inch? I believe it was. I thought called, it was something Star Wars though. But it was it was a star, it was the beginning of the Star, star Wars, Wars books. book. Yeah, and it was oh, like snap. it was like when you hear R two D two turn the page, and I was like, and then the, and then but the seven that inch. happened subconsciously. You didn't know you were right, doing right, that. yeah, right. Yeah. No, I didn't know until now. Mm. But now that I know that I ripped that off, and, yeah. and it was just like this deep down thing that like kind of surfaced. I mean, we did grow up on those books, right? You know, so it's not like I just totally took this thing. Yeah. But however, that's not what popped into your mind when you created the idea you right you weren't like oh sov you just found out months later it clicked in it just popped in my head yeah. like out of nowhere i haven't listened to that sov seven inch in i couldn't tell you the last time all 90s it's, it's amazing it's great yeah. they're yeah. they're a great band and they're great which dudes. one is it it was the seven inch the american standards maybe it was called i thought it had this is it the one with uh that was mostly star wars with the black and white what's the different song on it that uh, was their first one that had the black and white, what's the difference, and uh, All That Really Matters, that song. That was like the second song. I forget what the first song was, but it was one of their hits. All and I- then they came out with American Standard. That was their second. Uh, well, it, 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 yeah, it was the one that they did in the colored... I still have it. They, and it, it came out in the colored vinyl. Uh, yeah, that's their second. Yeah, right. Or oh, whatever. It had the song American Standard. Right, right. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so I ripped that off. So if anybody from at Chris or DJ <laughs> or any of those guys from SOV listen to this... Sanford. I'm sorry that I ripped your shit off, uh, and, and I'm sure you don't care just in the way that 
I don't give a fuck if uh, somebody talked about the lint seven inch from the fucking nineties. Who gives a shit? But <laughs> now that I know that I subconsciously parallel thinking kind of took that idea or whatever, it's time to change it. Yeah. So sooner or later there will be an overhaul on the awkward high five podcast, mm-hmm. and it, it'll be for the better. I'm thinking about doing one of those like real radio intros where it's like montage, and then like Devin and then says something I say, and Richie, and yeah, says like clips of, we, of shit that we say. Yeah, a couple of Ziggy noses in there. <laughs> Even though the Ziggy knows, it, you took that from someplace, yeah? Just the fact that it's a Ziggy mm. knows. I've never heard anyone else call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know if that nah, came from a movie Because or that's something. just what I picture. Yeah, right. Uh, you know Ziggy's I mean? nose. Just in the, yeah, in the, in the form and the, uh, the kind of droopage that it portrays. I wonder if there's anybody under the age of 30 that even knows who Ziggy is. Probably not. Because he was, you know. I, I don't think I ever read Ziggy. I just knew he was a thing. <laughs> No, I know. I'm just saying it's a it's a weird reference. But however, <laughs> you when, know what it is. When people when I when I see people who listen to the podcast <laughs> and they talk to me, the first thing they always say to me is they're like zigging. Like I've, <laughs> I've had people like come up to me and be like, "Yo, I listen to the podcast," and point to me and be like, "Zigging knows, right? Right? Zigging knows." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. Zigging knows is cool." Yeah, I wish we could find this girl and bring her on the show just to see it again. Yeah, and then we could actually put something on, like you know. I would like, yeah. Facebook. If you're a woman out there listening to the Awkward High Five podcast and you have a Ziggy nose that you want to present to us. And you're all proud about it, you know. We would like to see it. Because I'm under the impression that it's not necessarily a bad thing. Only because I I watched Clerks 2 and dude was like, you wouldn't want to be with a girl with an oversized clit. Like shocked that other dude didn't like big clit. Right. So I guess there's dudes that like it. So you watched a made-up Hollywood movie, and yeah. then that, that's the reason that you justify. That's when I base most of my decisions and you know life thoughts well, on. Well, I'm a single gentleman, believe. And, I, and, and I'm on the dating scene, you know what I mean? Maybe I need to ramp up my activity and, and, and like kind of just start – maybe I'll do like a speed dating thing where I like – you know, Look for Ziggy nose. Well, you know, like I'll just start burning through more chicks, and so hopefully, like I could randomly find one. Because I personally never had a Ziggy, <sighs> or something maybe even close to a Ziggy. Well, I mean, there's definitely been ones that have been bigger than other ones. Yeah, I mean, of that course. is that is for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're not all going to be buttons. Yeah, right. Um, but the wishbone uh, with the panic button. But uh, no, like I can't. I cannot report that I've actually. In the manner that you've spoke about the one that you had to, yeah, we're so stunned that from that you had to actually go into a possum position. Right, that's an extreme situation. Not, not every guy has experienced that. That's like a traumatizing, you know, experience. Right. But they got to be out there, right? Oh, absolutely. So they're so, all over the internet. So, what, how many girls do you think that I'll have to be with until I find one of my own? Because I got well, a few years. If I'm gonna go by my own ratio, <laughs> I would say like. Two out of every two. Two out of every twenty is a Ziggy nose. Oh come on! I've been with more than twenty girls, and, there, and I, you haven't had a Ziggy. No, of course not. Well, maybe you just got lucky. Because <laughs> I'm just running into Ziggy, I guess. Uh, all right. So, but unless now, I just what, dig trannies or something. Well, you're saying you're saying two, like your fat lip or something. You're you're saying two out of twenty. So that means one out of ten, right? And any guy. Well, and any yeah, guy's been yeah, yeah. With, a, with at least 10 girls. So you're saying that every guy at that point has experienced a Ziggy nose, which is not true. Yeah, not, yeah, not this kind of Ziggy. Because I'm, cause the first Ziggy is Ziggy, and then the second Ziggy is one that was just kind of a little bit big. So she wouldn't fall into Ziggy, though. <laughs> so you were using your own like experience. <laughs> yeah. And you're saying 2 out of 20. Yeah, but you've been with more than 20 women. Right. I was just giving a ratio. 
But that's not the ratio. Uh, then I don't so, know how ratio works. Because uh, well, I, I figure <laughs> if I'm going to say two for the first 20, after the, after the, uh, nothing else is going to happen for the rest of the numbers. So you already got rid of those two. <laughs> no, but then those numbers on top of it become the number. Number one, you can't do a ratio uh, without all with, with whatever. We're not going to talk about mathematics. <laughs> I don't get. But here's math. the thing: if you if you're going to use your own personal uh, test group, all right. right? So let's say you've been with fifty women, and you've only seen two Ziggy noses. You lay down the fifty. Then that's two out of fifty oh, okay. is the ratio. Okay, all right. If you're going to use that as an example, all right. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I thought you could like double the bottom number, and then it would still be that because it didn't reach double it yet. So it I would don't have even to know reach, what that means. It would have to reach double of it for the for the number of ziggies to change. I don't know. I don't know how math works. I never did good at math, but I'm saying I'm not gonna you know get on this mic and shout out how many women I've been with in my life. But I'm gonna say yeah, and nobody cares about right. So I'm. We don't need to gonna, uh, like fucking bounce our machismo out. Of <laughs> you don't want to hear the memoirs or yeah. what's it called, the Dennis memoirs. Although people know probably more than you're even comfortable with about your sex life already from this thing. Right, I got no problem with that. I really don't. Yeah, I'll talk it all day, but uh, that's one thing I don't want to say. But anyway, um, I, me personally, I've bumped into some Ziggy, but the first one was <laughs> the first one was full Ziggy, but I wouldn't call the ones after that Ziggy. I would just call them. You know, be beefy ones. It, so were you um, like like the, uh, on the second Ziggy, the uh-huh. half Ziggy? Yeah. Were you uh, were you like, oh no, it's another Ziggy, and you like started getting like nah. fucking finish him? No, nah, I went right in. <laughs> yeah, there was no problem with it. It was just a little bit big. It wasn't anything that scared me to the point of me thinking there's a chance it's a dick. You know, it was just just some you know yeah some meat. See, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say that honestly, I don't think I've ever even come close. All gash. All it's it's uh, it's all been fine. There's, yeah. there's been there's you know if there's one thing you need to know about me, Richie, and all my close friends know this is that I'm a hood guy. Mm-hmm. When it comes to ladies, I'm all about the hood. Hood figure. And I've seen some nice hoods, but uh, I've never uh, I've never seen I've never got in on that. All right. You and, know what I hate. And and, and let me don't. also say another thing real quick before you tell me what you hate is that <laughs> besides everything is that and for all the ladies out there that's been that had the opportunity to be, be with Dev Dog knows he works the hood <laughs> <laughs> that the oral that's seventy five percent of my game <laughs> that's my big opener I don't really have the best closer in the world but you I got, got a it. giant opener you got it yeah what, what was I gonna say. I hate those pussies that just, like, don't even <laughs> exist. It's just like if you put your two knuckles together and then just hang a teeny piece of meat right there, that's all it is. Uh, I, There's, like, no lip. It just looks like a knuckle. Okay, so do you... Like, w- a, like an oriental pussy. <laughs> Would you... Okay. Shallow. Uh, right. You bottom out. Right. Or that, 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 uh, that bone that, that... Cervix. That you, you have... Yeah, that you have you, to choose, which... Now, look. I always go left. All right. I don't choose... My what? dick chooses left. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird when they when they say uh, like you know coming to a cro- a fork in the road you literally <laughs> a come, fork you come to a fork in the road it's more of a Y what no but when they say coming to a fork in the road oh, that's like what the it means expression fork in the road yeah right okay. you, you literally sometimes while yeah. you're having sex. And uh, and now look, I know that my dick isn't as big as yours, so <laughs> I'm sure that you run into this as much. It's as, all about the woman. You though. probably run into this more, many more times than I have. <laughs> but there's been a few times where, yeah, you, you get the to, fork in the you road. Get to the, you get the fork in the road, and you either take the road less traveled, <laughs> right? <laughs> and honestly, I don't know what direction you my can't dick. remember. No, 
Because, like, for me, if you went right, it'd be, like, overgrown shit and, like, tumbleweed. And if you go left, it's, like, big city, people chilling. Because <laughs> I'm always going left. <laughs> oh, so just because you naturally go left, <laughs> yeah. that's that's where the big city and the fun is. <laughs> yeah. What if I'm going right? What if I'm more of a fucking... Uh... A roller, roller, rural kind I, of guy. I, that would be awesome because that would mean both of our dicks were in the same pussy and mine decided to go left and yours decided to go right. That's going to be the next uh, progression of porn is they're going to have like, an, instead of like the, the DP, Inside yeah, the like it's going to be two dicks in a vagina and then one, <laughs> one goes left and one goes right. It looks like a fucking flux capacitor. And the cervix is wearing white gloves and a whistle. <laughs> It's got those fucking those airplane <laughs> wands trying yeah. to fucking land an airplane. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, women out there? Yeah. How many times is, is that? What a cervix is? Yeah, that's the cervix. Because uh, one time now I, I sound like you asking to draw a clip drawing because it was happening a lot or whatever. I kept going left, going hitting it, going left, and uh, it got to the point where some pain occurred, so she had to get checked out, and the doc said it was a bruised cervix. So you actually bruised a woman's cervix. Yeah. Uh, by going by hitting the center and then going left. Yeah. Okay. My dick's tougher than me. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can see that. I remember the first time that happened to me. I was like, "What is going on? Is that a baby?" Like, I didn't know. It's I didn't, hard. It's hard, but smooth. It's well. It feels like I don't know why we're talking about this <laughs> teeny little skull. But yeah, no. It, but you could. You actually feel kind of the point of it. Like, there's like it, mine's but, more of a round, the sphere. No, but it's like a. Uh, you could tell that if it split, you could tell. Yeah, it's like you know what it's like. It's like the. Um, What's that building in New York? The uh, the one that's like gets real thin at the end. The uh, what was uh, the uh, I don't know. Oh, what is it called? Fucking um, everybody at home is listening to this right what, now. What on the corner of Greenwich and Bleecker? That one? Uh, the uh, what's it? The Iron something? Oh, uh, then I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody knows it, and everybody at home right now is saying you're a fucking idiot. So you're researching this building so you could compare it to a, a cervix? <laughs> yes, because I want you to know <laughs> this is what our life fucking. <laughs> Why can't I think of the name of this fucking building? Anyway, everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's like a triangle. Yeah, they always a, show it. It's like a triangle, but it gets it, it by the corner. It gets into a real uh, thin. I know right. what you mean. It's, yeah. it's like a symbol of the right. village. And that, if you were to take your dick out and then just <laughs> ram your dick against the thin part of that, and then your dick has to decide whether to go left or right, that's what a, I guess the cervix feels like. The flaritron. The fl- uh, f- flatron. Flatron. There you Thank go. Thank you. Yes. So a woman's cervix is like the Flatron building. That's <laughs> right. what we're trying to say here. Now I'm always going to think of it. I'm going to visit the building just to get a good. Like, Next time me, me and you are roaming around the city, we're going to walk to the Flatron building, gonna and you're going to go left, and I'm going to go right. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Ah uh, man. So um, blame it on the Tito's. Speaking of New York, the fucking the the cranes are falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. Did anybody die? One dude died. Really? Uh, and then a couple of people got hurt. A pedestrian? But, but that's, you know, I don't know that, but I think so. But that, that sucks. That is surprising. Though. How do you not know that's falling? <laughs> it's like you hear. But how do you. <laughs> here's the thing. How, did you see the picture of it? It takes up almost I two know, blocks. It's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's it big. goes like from an avenue across another avenue halfway down the, the next block. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty fucking big. Right. Like that thing had to fall. That, yeah, but width wise, don't you think you could scatter either left and right on this bitch? I don't know if you'd be able to judge that falling out of the sky. because right. it because You think it's going to fall two blocks away and it falls on your face. Or e- even if it's coming close, uh, like, like, and also it's, it's, you know, it's, 
it's like iron working like X's and stuff. So it's not like a solid thing. Right. You know, so like it must it, it had to be hard. I'm sure whoever got hit by it, and I don't know this. I haven't looked into it Dude, that I far. I can't even think about that. But here's the thing. That shit happens all the time in New I York. Know. People die in New York from shit falling off of buildings every day. A, an air conditioner, a fucking pot or anything. For like real, they man. just don't the thing that happens in Manhattan is is like shit like that happens all the time. They just don't talk about it because they don't want people to be afraid walking down the street yeah, in Manhattan. Yeah. But when a fucking when a uh, when a crane this big falls, I mean that's got that's got to be a story. And honestly, the fact that this thing fell uh, in in Lower Manhattan and only one was per- it Lower Manhattan? I thought yeah. it was like Fifty Seventh. No, I'm pretty. You know what? I, I, look, I I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, the the fact that this thing fell and only one person died is pretty fucking surprising. That's true. I remember. And when I was working on 14th Street during uh, Sandy, and um, and I couldn't even get into the city for like a week or a week and a half because the path was shut down, everything yeah. was shut down. But then when I finally got into the city, um, uh, they there was and they had been showing it on the news. But there was that crane that was on top of that building that they yeah. were building, and and mm-hmm. that and that was hanging off the side, and everyone was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And a week and a half later, I went into the city, and I was walking, I was walking down the street, and I just looked up, and I saw it, like <laughs> this crane. Everyone got comfy with the crane. Yeah, like I don't know how they got it up. They didn't. I don't think they ever like gave another thing after that. But the crane was still a week and a half later dangling from a building. And it was one of they the, probably secured it. They can't just be like, well, it's not budging. Yeah, they probably did. <laughs> they, yeah. you know, whatever. But to look up and just see a crane dangling, dangling from this yeah. giant skyscraper was yeah. one of the weirder experiences that I've ever had. It's crazy. Well, shit, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's an earth, it's land, but then you put all these fucking people on this little little island. Yeah, that's it's this, an island too, and most of it was built because of people throwing garbage and construction and just built up the land just from all this shit we threw and then you build all these buildings on top of it put all these people in there all these fucking cars how could you not have accidents you know what i mean that's the world isn't supposed to be like that you know right no totally we're supposed to be like running through the woods naked eating fucking berries (laughs) i wish we were running through the woods i know we would have no problems well sooner or later we might even be because i'm pretty sure that civilization itself is going to topple down upon us fucking hope so i'm really starting to think (laughs) And this might be a little out there, but I'm really starting to think that we might see at least the downfall of the United States of America. Why and not? It might be when we're 60 or 70, yeah, if, yeah. If, if we live that long, which would be great. But I think that we might, it, like the people that are coming up right now, it, like babies that are being born right now or 1 to 10 or something like that, have a really good chance of seeing the end of what was the United States yeah. of America. Because yeah. you could feel you could feel the roller coaster course, going over the cliff. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And like, you know, how long can can this last? I mean, we've been who we were since we pretty much started. We got really fucking you know, these people wanted their freedom. They got really lucky that it was on the other side of the world, sandwiched between Canada and Mexico. So it's like the most secure you pretty much like can put it in outer space. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's not like they're getting attacked from the north from you know russia you right. know or whatever and uh just got lucky and just like fucking rome fell you know what i mean all these big empires fall we can't from the beginning of its birth right to forever not gonna happen right no that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah rome is a great example you know like that that was that was an empire for much longer than the united states has been yeah 
you know, if you want to look at the United States as an empire, you know, which we're bred to look at it that way because we're from the United States and they just lie to us in school and tell us that this is the greatest country ever and all that shit. But it's just the way it, it came about. You know what I mean? It was like a big conquering. Yeah. You know? Well, as far as as a world uh, power goes, the United States is yeah. definitely the the top of that. Yeah. You know, we made it our business. Right. And that yeah, and that and that cannot sustain. Right. Historically, it cannot sustain. Yeah. And it won't sustain. It's like even the bully gets punched in the face by the little scrapper every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, it's just it, it's going sooner or later. You know, there's a lot it's of- like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> OK. How is it like Hulk everything Hogan? goes to wrestling? You got to understand that life, music, everything. Right. Eventually goes to wrestling. I thought rhythm is life and life is life is rhythm. It is. Oh, wait. Before you before you <laughs> yes. before you tell everybody how the United States is like Hulk Hogan, which I cannot wait to hear. You can just think and know. I want to I want to um I uh, I want to say that uh there there's a recording out there of you and your brother doing uh, Regulate? Regulators. I wish I had. You don't yeah. have it anymore? No, uh, it got lost. It got lost that year we started circling it around because it was such a mind fuck. All right. The, the, there was a tape, and it was like the fucking... <laughs> when you go to Great Adventure, and you do the karaoke, and they record you like you're a superstar. Right. So Richie and his older brother did Regulators by Warren G. and the late Nate Dog, Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, smoke weed every day. And uh, it was great, and we used to listen to it all the time. But the jewel of that was on the flip side was your younger brother, Joey, who – how old would he have been at the time? He was eight years old at the time. Okay. Eight-year-old eight year old Joey. Oh, and who, by the way, the other day got engaged. So congratulations, Joseph. Does Joey listen to the podcast? Yes. Oh, Joey. Yeah, I saw that. I liked it on Facebook. Congratulations. Your, your soon-to-be bride is beautiful, and I wish you guys the best of luck. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so on the flip side of that – was little eight-year-old Joey doing Smells Like Teen Spirit yeah. by Nirvana. And we would put this on at parties. And even parties, were, like, we would go to parties and put it in the, in the stereo. Like, people, people would stop and be like, what is it? Yeah, and, and, and then we'd flip it around and just be this little kid like, <laughs> where the lights at? It was the best fucking shit. People would be like, how do I get this? Okay, you're not getting out of it, though. How, <laughs> how is the United States like Hulk Hogan? All right, it's simple. All right, you got Hulk Hogan. From the jump, he was Hulk Hogan. He was the real American hero. They made him champion. There was no other icon in the world of professional wrestling than Hulk Hogan. Okay. He was the, he true, was the biggest. He was a true American. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Everyone loved him. He was this big superpower in wrestling. That I had the wristbands. You, you thought Hulk Hogan was going to just always be the champion. When, if someone, it's like, who's going to beat Hulk Hogan? Like, right. if he starts hulking out. Who's going to avoid the leg drop? You know what I mean? You don't get up from the leg drop, you know? And the idea of Hulk Hogan getting beat as a champion, it never you never cared. You know, it's like, oh, who's going to be the new intercontinental champion? Or who's right. going to win the Mr. tag Perfect. team? About? Yeah, Mr. Perfect or Tito Santana right. or the Macho Man. Right. But uh, the world champion was always the Hulkster. But even the Hulkster got to go down. You know what I mean? Like, time went on and... People, start, you know, the new age started coming. You know what I mean? Hogan started crumbling. You know, he, I, he did some other shit for a while. On, he turned on, into Hollywood Hogan. That's right. With so the spray on to, beard. You're trying yeah. to say that we're going to turn into the Hollywood United States of already, America? I think we've already turned into Hollywood Hogan. Actually, that's a really good point. I think we're in the Hollywood Hogan years of the United States right, right, right. now. And then our and, knees are going to start buckling. We're going to start taking way too much drugs. And then we're going to say the N-word in public and everyone's going to start hating us. And that's going to be And it. then our wife's going to leave us because we fucking cheated on and somebody. Yeah, it's exactly what's going to go on. No, I told you. It's, it's wow, what... you know what? You've totally <laughs> sold me on the fact that fucking... Yeah, one hit and I'm out. Fucking... Uh, oh. 
All right. Look, I don't know if I'm comfortable with you doing with you doing audio cues. This you is gotta, the second time. You gotta but know yes, you have. Uh, you. I thought you were pointing to the vape pen, but yeah, um, I was. I think you've explained it perfectly. I think, right. I think that's the way that it goes. When it popped in there, I was like, "Wow, that that is a really good analogy." <laughs> <laughs> don't Barry Horowitz your fucking yeah. self. <laughs> we need to come up with a Barry Horowitz clip. So would um, Andre the Giant be Russia? No, Andre the Giant would be Germany then. When fucking the, when uh, the United States came in, lifted Germany above its head when no <laughs> one else no one it. else thought that it could, and then body slammed it. True. Yeah. True. Right. And uh, the whole Iron Sheik. Well, that was his first enemy was the Iron Sheik. But shit, flip it in reverse if you want. Yeah. And then, um, and then I guess the the Brooklyn Brawler might be like Vietnam, where like probably shouldn't have been fighting him in the <laughs> first place. And uh, nobody really knows if he won or not. But we're not going to talk about that match anymore. <laughs> the Brooklyn, why the Brooklyn Brawler be the? Whole? No, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I was just the first jobber I could think of. Uh, um, but, well, the Warrior. I will never forget. That was the pinnacle of WWF. No doubt about it. When the Ultimate Warrior, the Warrior, yeah, took both titles from the Hulkster. Oh yeah, I when was that. wrestling better than that? He had the Intercontinental and the Heavyweight. Yeah, and at, that was WrestleMania six. Actually, I that th- was the high point. What year was WrestleMania six? I'm going to go with ninety, ninety one maybe, but I'm going to go with ninety. That makes sense because I, I, I'm, I think that in in my life at that point, I watched that. I saw him on the turnbuckles holding the belts, and I think I turned off the TV and I was like, "Yep." I'm never going to watch wrestling again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I ended at that point in wrestling. Yeah, but dude, that was... Think about it. I think it was Hulkster, Warrior as the main event. Then I think for the uh, Intercontinental, it was Mr. Perfect, Brutus the Barber. And then for Tag Team, it had to be Heart Foundation and Demolition. Right. Or maybe the Road or Legion of Doom or whatever. But that that was definitely the peak. Like Rowdy was beefing with either Rick Rude or fucking Bad News Brown. <laughs> Bad News Brown was the best. He brought the hoe oh, yeah, downstage. Yeah, he was fucking great. Um, you know what? Wrestling and and football are the same thing uh, with me. When when older people talk about them, I don't have any frame of reference because I know some cats that are. That- what do you mean by that? So like like uh, like I watched wrestling when I was younger, and I like you know I didn't watch football, but I knew like would everybody you know you were a kid, you're trying yeah, to figure yeah, out what yeah. you like and stuff. But uh, and I played video games, so so I'd play football video games. Yeah. But then at a certain Joe Montana sports talk, Joe Montana. That's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. When somebody brings up football, I always say like Joe Mont. I try to throw Joe Montana <laughs> in because I feel like I that's the only thing I know. And then when people bring up wrestling, I'm like, yeah, the Bushwhackers were cool. Like I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, the Bushwhackers. I don't fucking you know. And they're like, no, uh, CM Punk or whatever these new guys. Yeah, are, I don't you get know? that. I don't get that. And, and you know what the weird thing about wrestling is is. I give uh, Vince McMahon all the credit in the world because he's been able to do something that no nothing else besides sports, besides football, baseball, hockey, basketball, um, no other entertainment I don't believe has been able to do is they took their core audience. He took their core audience and for the most part was able to keep their attention as they grew into middle age. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's dudes that are 40 and 50 years old that watch wrestling the same way that they did when they were a kid right. watching Dino San Martino. Or yeah. You know what I mean? And like, uh, and like that is a hard thing right. to do. And not only that, um, the way that I think was part of how he did that was the wrestlers almost stick to trends of 
the day. Like the the wrestlers will go along with the music trends. The wrestlers will go along with the fashion trends. The uh-huh. wrestlers will go along with the athletic trends. Like when Diamond Diamond Dallas Page used "Smells Like Teen Spirit" but backwards when he came. <laughs> Is that the, what he did? Yeah, it was. It was that. Yeah. Dick. Yeah, it was like literally in, because they knew they couldn't use Teen Spirit, so instead of like da 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 it was like da 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 da. Really? Yeah, yeah. I like DDP. I do too. But I, if you think about it, just to break it down real simple, you got the '80s wrestlers. You got Aquanet. You got Teal. Fucking bond, not bondage. Fucking like torn up. Yeah, kind the of Rockers. Weight, yeah, like weightlifter mixed with Florida dude. Look, I got heavy metal. I got poison. two. I got two words that could, that could wrap all that up for any wrestling fan. Marty Jannetty. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, a lot of hairspray. You know, and that kind of went along with the music and the fashion. You know, that Venice Beach weightlifter dude type. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and then that's where Hogan comes from. Yeah, everyone's oiled down. Yeah. You know, the, and even though there was that big Florida connection, Ric Flair and those dudes, even though, you know, like, yeah, it was like that weird, you know, we're on yeah. the beach too long. Like Motley Crue meets fucking weightlifter. Right, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you go into like, they, I think in wrestling, they call it the attitude era. And that was like DX and fucking The Rock and Stone Cold. I feel everyone, like we skipped over some shit ev- there though, right? No, it went from like those Hogan Warriors into uh, Stone Cold. Okay. And them and Hunter Hearst Hemsley and them. That was considered the attitude dudes where they were just like badasses, like, you know. Like, almost like rap rock dudes, like, my way or the highway. Like, right. their theme songs were always, like, disturbed and fucking. Oh, yeah. Limp wow. Biscuit. Like, like, like there'd be things? wrestling montages to Limp Biscuit. Oh, know? really? Yeah. I see. I didn't watch it then. They always did that shit. They're like, time goes right out the window. Yeah, like totally. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you, it almost goes into what we have now where it's, you know, just these, it's almost just entertainment. Like I said before, 90s rap is the WWF with today's entertainment. Hip hop is to WWE, and Hulk Hogan is to what the United States of America, <laughs> yes. and it's just all it does all work out. But I like the fact that you just skirted around what wrestling is now because no, I know the reason that you you tried to get out of that is because number one, you don't know what wrestling is now, <laughs> and number two, you don't know what music is now. So there is no way I saw I, it's just crap. I saw your brain disconnect there, and I saw you go like, "How am I going to get out of this?" Because I don't, I can't, I can't tie a button on uh, tie a fucking bow on this. That's okay. I don't know what either is now. It kind of went good, Dev, until you exposed the shit out of me. I guess it's like, um, uh, I, you know what? I don't. I was gonna say CM Punk because that's the last thing I remember. That's I, like, I remember most that name. Recent champion, I think. I remember that name. No, but ben I don't. Brock Lesnar. I don't think he wrestles anymore. That's no. what I'm saying. That's how far out of it. Oh is. shit! Then I have no idea. Yeah. The Miz. The, the the dude from the real world is a wrestler. Like that's how cheesy it is. Yeah. You know? Well, dude, I know guys that are my age and older that love wrestling. Yeah. Wow. Love it. If you love it, you love it. No, yeah, and I got no problems with it. Yeah. You know, whatever. But I, I just at a certain point, those I'm, dudes are really breaking their necks and shit. You know? Oh yeah, totally. Like it's definitely serious entertainment, no doubt about it. I just missed the glory days. You know, I think to me that's more entertaining, partially because of the the commentators. I think you know if you mean put Gene Oakland. Oh, well, he wasn't a commentator. No, nah, I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, the commentators. I'm talking like if you put Jesse the Body with Gorilla Monsoon with Tony Schiavone with. Uh, there was one other guy, whatever. You put those guys on the mic during a match, that match is going to be 10 times more fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about the king? I love um, the way fucking Jesse the Body would rip on the warrior, and like he loved Rick Rude. Mary, he was just so like, out there. It was great. Well, pose. because they set that. Did they do? I don't even know if they do that anymore. Because they set the in the same one way to like the villains, one to like the. Uh, baby there was a face. face and a heel. Yeah, and and in the announcers, they also had to have a face and a heel. It's exactly what they did. right. And 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 Jesse was always the heel, and yeah. he was great. He's so good at but, it. But um, who the king Jerry Lawler? Yeah, does he still do it? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Because he was a heel too. He was always into yeah, it. Yeah. And you had to like defend the match. So- sometimes uh, Bobby the Brain did it too. Remember? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Then they'd always be the one that were like, when the manager like slipped the cane into the ring, they'd be <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't, what? I didn't see that. Did That's you guys the best. see that? Yeah, that no, is you're the right. Best, man. I don't know if they still do that bit. And it's the same thing as now in wrestling. I don't believe that, I think a lot of people just use their names. Like, yeah. if, if you were like in Madison. You're just a dude. Imagine being in Madison Square Garden and fucking it's like, it's WWE Coming out Raw. Richard Jordan. And fucking, there's fireworks going off, and like, and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, 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 Devin Ferry. Everyone be like, what? And I think that's what happens. Yeah, I much rather be Mister Perfect. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the Ultimate Warrior, as we all were, of course. And I wanted to dress up like him for uh, for Halloween. But um, for some reason, I, I didn't want to be the ultimate warrior. I wanted to be my own wrestling character. You wanted to be the dingo warrior. That's exactly. Why are you taking the punchlines? Why? Is that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> you know that because you were there. <laughs> no, I had no idea where you were going with that. that was my... I don't remember you ever being the ultimate warrior for Halloween. I, I have pictures. I was joking. Yeah. Oh well, where'd you God. come up with Dingo Warrior? Because I know that's a wrestler, and you said you didn't want to be the Ultimate Warrior, and I was fucking around. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't even know that was a role. I thought I came up with my own shit. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Turn the page when you hear the Could- sound. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Why am I a ripoff? I you, am Amy you Schumer. Think you made up Dingo Warrior? Maybe it wasn't Dingo Warrior then. I gotta, I gotta refer to the pictures. <laughs> oh, I gotta God, fucking... If you think you made that up, that would be the funniest. That's way funnier than the other thing. <laughs> the other thing's not even funny. This is funny. <laughs> who was who was the Dingo Warrior? He was like uh, the, the Ultimate Warrior when he was in a different wrestling alliance. So it was the Warriors. The same yeah, thing, right? yeah. But supposedly there was two different Warriors. Yeah, you know what? I never seen a difference. Maybe it was always Jim Hellwig. Yeah, and they and they all and all of them had the fucking shit that you hang the from your, your bicycle yeah, handles. And even the same, you know, makeup. The same yeah. thing. You know what? Maybe I wasn't the Dingo Warrior. Maybe that, that was some so weird funny. thing that came up. But anyway, I dressed <laughs> you up. You and the Ultimate actually have the same thought of who your alter ego is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. Anyway, I came up with a fake name and I walked around. And everyone's like, Ultimate Warrior, cool. And I was just like, nope, not Ultimate Warrior. Like, I was so <laughs> excited to be whatever a wrestling A different thing. warrior. It wasn't a dingo. I didn't even know what a dingo oh, was when God, I was eight years old. that kills it. <laughs> You're like, how'd you know? <laughs> how'd you know I was going dingo? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you ever hit a cervix? Because you gotta go left or right. Um, you ever hit the dingo? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, how do we get on wrestling? I'm sorry. I don't know, but it's the best. Because I still haven't seen the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, which I really want to see. Right. It looks so funny. So good, but like, it could get boring. But that part where he comes out all wasted, he can't stand up, and they're all like heckling him and shit, and he goes, shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, ah, fuck you, shut up. It's the funniest one. Like, that's the biggest error. You know what I mean? You come out and the crowd's heckling, you be your character. Don't be like... Will you let the man talk? <laughs> Shut the hell up. 
<laughs> he can't even stand up. He's like sitting on the second turnbuckle with the mic like this and his guts hanging out and shit. And he's like, you know who I am? Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing that too. Yeah. Um, you know what? I said, uh, he eats the snake. He's all fucking, what? <laughs> Damien? <laughs> Damien's been squished by Yokozuna. You think he moved on to Lucifer, and it's got to be a new snake. If he even wields the snake. <laughs> Jake the snake always has a snake. Nah, Diamond Dallas carries it for him. <laughs> um, have you have you even seen the trailer? I have not seen the trailer. Dude, Diamond Dallas Page is so little. You don't even know it's him. Like You'll be like, oh, that's him. And then you'll see him again and be like, no. He's okay. so small, it's hilarious. Is he throwing a diamond cutter on people? Definitely not, because I didn't, even know, I didn't know this, but when he like started wrestling, supposedly he was like, I can't do it, I'm too old. And Jake the Snake is the one that like gave him the nudge, and he was 35 years old when he started wrestling. Really? So when he was champion, he was well into his 40s. Excuse me, I'm going to go throw on a fucking leotard right now, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, because that'd be like us wrestling. Yeah, be, <laughs> if we started wrestling right now. And we became WWF champion. Dude, I've been fucking working out. You want to bring the Rockers back or something Dude, that, like that? I'll be Marty Jannetty. That would be the best thing. I would, if I was going to be a tag team, I definitely want to be the Hart Foundation. I love that tag team. I think that is the coolest tag team ever. I don't want to be the Hart Foundation, though, Why? because if, because you would be Brett and I would have to be Jim. I want to be Jim. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I want to be him. All right, if I could be Brett, minus the, the, the cancer he's got now. Whatever, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got If I could be old school Brett. He's got I cancer would. the prick. I hope anybody listening to the All Good High Five podcast right now. We just said before that we uh, that we don't know wrestling, and, and now all we've talked about. I is know wrestling. everything. Well, I know everything about, let's say, circa eighty seven to ninety one. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's yeah. where I, that's where my wrestling. Yeah, was. that's what I'm saying. Ninety ninety one. I was like ten, eleven years old. Yeah, and, and then uh, you know you yeah. found out what pussy was, and then you never watched wrestling again. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, but you know what? I, I, that's not to act like. <laughs> That's not to act like I'm fucking like mature because that's definitely not. True. I know, but you know just, what I mean, it was a choice. I played like, a role playing game on PlayStation the other night. I'm, I'm about to be 36. But that's what I'm saying. You got a lot of things in your life, and then girls come into your life, so you got to sacrifice something for that. So it's like the lowest thing on the totem pole is wrestling. <laughs> yeah, so like, you just fucking sacrifice wrestling. You're not going to sacrifice like hanging out with your friends or fucking playing video games or anything else. You're going to sacrifice fucking wrestling. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll it's see. Like, well, you got to get. You know, yeah. Take get rid of one thing to get something. You're like looking. You're looking at a girl's tits or brother love. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or brother loves tits. There is there is uh, a friend of mine. Um, I get uh, you know. I, I it's it's hard. To, I don't want to use names. Anyway, the whole point is right. there's a friend of mine. Um, and she's uh she's uh, actually a pretty popular musician now and and doing very well and and everything. And I and I'm on you know seeing on Instagram and all this stuff. And I guess she's getting married to a dude who's like the lead singer of a band. So I've gi- given up way too much information. But uh, but on, and I don't know the band and I don't know the guy only you know and uh, and every time she refers to him she calls him brother love yes and I'm like that's weird like does this guy not know that he ripped off some red faced maniac <laughs> from fucking WWE does he come back, back, back and say thank you brothers and sisters <laughs> my guest this and you know who it always was because no one else wanted to come on the brother love show oh it was fucking um I, I say the, it the son of a plumber. No, ah, oh, Dusty Rhodes. So no, maybe he was, but to me, it's Jake the Snake Roberts. Because mm. when I think of Brother Love, I hear my guest this week, Jake the Snake Roberts. 
Always. I, I think of uh, Dusty Rhodes because I remember him going on when uh, when fucking Sapphire left him and he was just going, oh, sweet, sweet Sapphire. <laughs> oh, my sweet, sweet Sapphire. Oh, no, it wasn't when she left him. It was when Ted DiBiase like, took her because yeah, he collected say, slaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that he made her a slave. Yeah, because I bought her off with this Pez. That was the thing in at that time. It was okay to show slavery on television yeah. because he had Virgil, and then he took but Sapphire. Then Virgil fought back for civil rights. Remember? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, f- man, wrestling used to be fucking good. Yeah, seriously. Once Virgil fought back for civil, I think that's when I stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Italian in you. I know. Speaking of. <laughs> um, I, so I, I think last episode I talked about how I started watching The Sopranos. Yeah. You know this new television show out called The Sopranos that nobody's ever seen before? Yeah. Um, I started watching it. And, uh, and it, I, it's become my sleep show, which is out of the normal. Because normally my sleep shows are half-hour uh, sitcoms, which boil down to 22 minutes without, without commercials. I already know them, and I could go to sleep yeah. too. But this show I've been watching just to watch it while I go to sleep. And I'm enjoying it. I think I'm in like season three now. But um, what I wanted to say was I was thinking about this while I was watching it because I'm so far removed from it. I remember a life pre-Sopranos and I remember a life post-Sopranos. And we live uh, where we grew up. Because when The Sopranos was on, I don't remember it being something I even watched. No, it, it I was big. more Sopranos after the Sopranos. It did. The, it had the same trajectory, I think, as like Breaking Bad did, where it came on and it started getting really good critical reviews, but nobody was really watching it. And then by like the third or fourth season, yeah. everybody had jumped on it. Right. And then by the end of it, like the fifth or sixth season, everybody was obsessed with it. Yeah. Right? Um, and I see why. It's a great Most show. Most good shows do that. Yeah. But uh, but that's not what I wanted to say. What right. I wanted to say was um, I was thinking about how the Sopranos changed the way that people speak and it might not be all over the united states but i know here in new jersey where we're living and 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 north of here that there was people it, like men who became obsessed with the with the sopranos and they might so you think the goomba population has increased right or fake goombas right let me say that you know what i mean but yeah. like but the whole like hey oh the gabagool like that thing yeah. wasn't as big as it was until after the sopranos i think you're just noticing it more. no no I feel no like no. that's jersey all the way no uh, right and that has been I'm not saying that there wasn't people before that. What I'm saying is that after that, people that wouldn't have talked that way kind of started talking that that's way. Or, a, that's a definite possibility. Right, right. Yeah. And no, I know that to be true because, you know, I, I know someone, people. You're someone. I, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, and then they I got kaputs on you. <laughs> and, and then I started thinking um, that or, you know, or, OK, do you remember when we were when we were in high school out of no, not it wasn't high school. When, yeah, Sopranos came out like '99, so it had to be college. Yeah, right. It was after that. College was Sopranos. Everyone started doing the thing of out of nowhere. Everyone started doing this thing of you would say somebody's name, ask a question, and then say their name again. Like that uh, came from. I don't from know that. what you mean by that. So I'd be like, I'd be like, Richie, what direction you go into when you hit a cervix, Richie? I you I, don't remember that? That makes oh. no bells go off. Really, in my people mind, did yeah. that forever, and that was one of those things. Anyway, that's crazy. I never heard that ever. Anyway. I think Kevin Smith even did a joke about it in one of his movies. Really? Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. What I was talking about is that, that I started thinking about it and I was like, well, this might be uh, probably one of the most influential television shows of all time because not only was it giant and everybody loved it and it was great and it, and it actually started this new renaissance of television, but also like socially it changed the way people spoke, which is very powerful. 
right? Yeah. And then I start, well, you don't agree with that? I just, I don't see many people that have made this transition. I'm telling you. I believe you. Like I, I worked. I just have no I personal worked, reference. I worked for my my first boss when I started working after college at 23 years old. Uh, it was like I don't even know if he was Italian. He was probably <laughs> he was probably just like some Jewish dude. Yeah. And he had a a picture of a framed picture <laughs> of The Sopranos in his office. And he was like, "Hey, oh, hey, oh." This is weird, though. I gar- but I guarantee you, this motherfucker did not talk like that before the show. I guarantee it too. But that is very strange, right? But here's what I'm saying. I started thinking, is there any other shows? I don't think that's a common occurrence. That's too out there. I think it, it, I think it amplified it, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, people heard that. They were like, this is a cool way to talk. And they started kind of adapting I gotcha. It, okay. Right? That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But then, here's the thing. I was thinking two Sopranos. No. That's what I was thinking. And, uh, and I, uh, I started thinking, is there any other show out there that actually changed the way that people talked and and um and acted right and um <clears throat> if anybody at home listening to this has any other uh observations you let us know wow there's probably a bunch because i feel like no, there's, there's one, one really big one yeah there's one really big one and that's what i want to ask you do you know what that it's is it's like right on the tip of my brain as soon as you said that i was like wow there is um wow. i'll give you a couple seconds just give me a little teeny clue because I know it. I just need a little kick in the ass because I, I thought of it and it like zipped past my head. Uh, and I'm like, that's not. I was like, people pretty much say this shit, all, talk like this all the time. For some reason, here's some uh, thinking music. This, this isn't this isn't uh, a show that changed the way people talk. But I think Adam Sandler has a, had a big effect on the way people talk. You know, not TV show wise, but TV show wise. I'm not gonna get it with Baby Elephant Walk. You got the and this is a powerhouse, dude. Uh, Dev, I'm not gonna. This is too much pressure. Do you give up? Yeah, I give up. I Are you hear, ready? I want to know. Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it fucking changed the way that a whole fucking yeah. generation of kids. Yeah. And we were and, and, and even like older metalheads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like like how how could it, and and then I damn. I, I started thinking about this when I was thinking about The Sopranos, and I thought about that, and I was like, how did that happen? Because nobody would watch Beavis and Butter and be like, I want to talk like those dudes. Right. But I think what it, it was... was really infectious. I think it was very infectious. Obviously, it was a genius show, very funny. Everybody liked it. But I think what it was is it kind of gave the okay to... And in the same way that I, I've said this before, that I started calling myself Deb Dog as a joke to act like <laughs> I, I was made like, it acceptable. Yeah, right. I, I started a, at a certain point in my life. I started just as a joke, started calling myself Deb Dog, mm-hmm. and then over the years, that's just become me calling myself Deb right. Dog. Right. You kind of ease into it. Yeah, and I think that's what happened with Beavis and Butthead. Is first everyone was just doing their Beavis and Butthead impersonation. And then, um, and then sooner or later, people just started talking like that because we were like thirteen, right? Which you you would have th- thought that we would have uh, have been impressionable then, but we didn't talk like people. No, like it was the generation below, right? Us. Yeah, it was yeah. the kids that like your brother's age, my brother's. Oh age. God, I hated hearing that. Yeah, I hated it. And, I, and thank I, God that didn't last because I don't think new kids. I mean, new kids just talk like wanksters now. They all think they're black. What's a wankster? I don't know. Like they want to be gangster. Oh, okay. Wow, I didn't even know that. But um, because I didn't want to go wigger, <laughs> but I ended up saying it. Anyway. Wiggers a nineties term. I know, but I love it. <laughs> um, Fucking wiggers. <laughs> uh, what would you call the Soprano guys then? If you want to be an Italian, what is that called? 
Italian? I have no idea. Let's Wario. Yeah. It's me, Wario. Um, a wop, a wannabe wop. Uh, yeah, well, a wop's an actual thing, though. Yeah, but a wop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway, what were we saying? I have no idea. Yeah, right. We totally lost that. No but idea. but yeah, but yeah, Beavis and Butthead. I think that it's the generation not ours, even though we watched the shit out of it, but we didn't think going around going, uh, was yeah. a cool way to talk. The generation below us, they were all fucking, uh, and pff, dude, I hate it. And also, I, uh, there's nothing worse in this world, I think that we can all agree, that there's nothing worse than a teenage boy. It's just the worst thing Awkward. In, in the world. Like an right. ostrich. And I, and when I, when I was, uh, if I went back and saw the ostrich self of me, I would want to punch it in the fucking face. Yeah, sometimes I, I see pictures, even pictures of our early band when we were like 14, 15. Sometimes All pubescent. I see, yeah, sometimes so I see gross. that. And I'm like, but Girls don't do that. Girls are just always just girls. Guys go through the, the ostrich. Yeah, you just get You weird. become an ostrich. Yeah. Or like an aardvark. <laughs> It's like some weird ass animal for Choose like one. A, a duck billed platypus. You become <laughs> yeah. a duck billed platypus. Some random animal for at least six months of your life, and then you grow out of it. You get a couple zits, and it's over. I, I, when I, when I was selling guitars, uh, at like, uh, like at a certain point, I was on two like, Craig Daniels. I was on the floor all the time, and I would come in, you know, and I'm like a, I'm like a 25, 26 year old dude, you know, and uh, a mom would always come in. With their son, you know, which would be an ostrich and an ostrich and yeah. aardvark, a duckbill platypus, like and bad posture and shit. Just like, I don't care, ma. Yeah. And they'd be like, wearing like a fucking coed and Cambria shirt or something. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I felt with them because I knew the awkwardness. Like yeah. I saw it. They had the bowl haircut. I was there. But were we that awkward? We were. Everybody was. Really? Yeah. I don't remember being an awesome. When James motherfucking Dean was 13 years old, he was. I know. Right. Like I know there was something. But I I know I was. And like, I mean the actor. I know I was star. looking ostrich and goofy in some way. But I don't remember ever being like withdrawn from society where it's like. Oh, uh, I don't care, Ma. You know what I mean? I remember being like in the moment at least. Yeah, like, maybe. I never I was never withdrawn and kind of like I hated everything. I mean, I hated everything with volume. <laughs> <laughs> like these kids are just quiet or they used to be. It was like that weird generation where they carried around lunch boxes. Oh, uh, next motherfucker's going to get my medal. The lunchbox kids were always quiet. But here's the thing. Here's what I wanted to say is that I would say I would you know she would I, they would come in and I'd say hi what's up and they'd be like we're looking to get little Johnny his first guitar and I'd be like oh that's awesome man and and uh, I, would, I would look at him and, and and it's not like I was some older guy you know at that yeah, point yeah. I was still playing in bands I probably looked weird or whatever and uh, and he looked you like no and I'd say I said to him, I would say to him and this is not just one person this has happened multiple multiple times where I'd be like hey man like uh, what kind of music are you into and they would look into my eyes. And to just look at the floor, yeah, and not say anything. Floor lookers, yeah, and not Mad say anything. Lookers. And then I would have to turn to the mom and be like, "What kind of music does he listen to?" And and I and that was the same thing. I was do like, "Do you remember ever being like that?" I sure as hell don't. I do remember I, being very brooding. I was very brooding when I was young. I don't remember that. I, I even everyone we hang out. I never remember anyone like shy or afraid to speak into someone's eyes or talk i feel no, like i was uh, i feel like we always spoke with adults and hung out with older people and like i don't remember ever being like 
kicking rocks. Well, I was I I know that I was a very shy person. I I still suffer, uh, suffer with shyness. Maybe if you're th- talking like elementary school. No, I was a shy kid, man. I've always been a shy kid. I'm still I'm still a shy adult. I I like when when you get to know me. Like yes, I could go I could go into the city and do stand up. I could talk on this on this podcast. I could get in front of a crowd and and play music or whatever. But when if I go into a party. And I don't know people there. I, I'm that's natural. I'm a very shy, well. That's the that's same thing. Natural. I'm a very shy person. You're not going to walk in somewhere where you don't know on a unicycle just juggling fire because then you'd be a douchebag. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that it takes me a long time to 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 warm up to people, and I've been like that my whole life. So I understand that. But I remember being a brooding kid, like when 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 I was young, when I was like 11 years old, or you know, like 12 years old, and we were getting into like punk rock and Nirvana yeah, and all that yeah. shit. That was a great time. Yeah, it was a great time. But I was, I was, I was, I I don't know for sure. I would like to think that I gave adults around me respect and talked to them and looked them in the eyes. But if I had to put money on it, I probably was the floor looker. Really? Yeah. I don't remember you as a floor looker. Well, that's because we're best friends. So yeah, you, you hang out every day. Yeah, so, so you, I, I never remember you looking at a floor. You, but you—that's because you get the 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 better side of me. You like I was, I, I'm talking about from a third person. Oh, point yeah. of view. Well, I don't know. I've never seen you shy down to anybody in my life. Yeah, I don't know. If you're talking maybe young, yeah, but I'm not like older. Okay, well, yeah. uh, whatever. Maybe like you said, maybe it's because maybe if I was around, things are different. Yeah, whatever. Know. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. But, but anyway, I don't even know wh- how we started on that. But oh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I was gonna say something about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so the fact that a cartoon on MTV changed the way that people talked for a whole generation is, yeah. is pretty crazy. It really is, you know. And like you think about the biggest shows in the world, like let's uh, what's the biggest sh- right off the top? Seinfeld. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. So Seinfeld. Well, actually. Maybe Seinfeld kind of t- like changed the way that, that people not the Might way that people talk. Well, because well, some people would be like, "Yeah, I'm in, maybe." Or, or no, or <laughs> well, definitely catchphrases. I mean, yada yada yada. Everyone still says that. Our yeah. friend Tom, who was on the podcast uh, two or three of them ago, he says yada 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 all the time. All the time. Yeah. He ends every sentence in it, and that That's came straight true. from there. And like the catchphrases, like the close talker and the fucking blah 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 yeah, and all yeah. that shit. Yeah, nicknames for people and shit. But I still don't think that that changed the cadence. No, the way that somebody no definitely not. Unless you're doing some stupid Kramer impression, you know. You know what the worst thing is? Is uh, the shows that came after Seinfeld that tried to do that? Like, uh, um, I know two off the top of my head that for sure were that stupid um, "How I Met Your Mother" yeah. or whatever, and then that show "The League," which I actually kind of like. I like the league. I like the league. I think that's fun. Well, how is that Seinfeld esque? Because both of those shows try to come up with terms and then push those terms. So it'll be like, like somebody will walk in the house and they'll have like wet shoes, and I'll be like, "What's he a wet shoe walker?" And they're like, "He's a wet shoe walker." <laughs> but and, you know, I know one thing I did pick up from the league is meaty clackers. I what? love the chance to call someone's balls meaty clackers. But that's what I'm saying. They did that on purpose. I know. You see what I'm saying? So, oh, they pushed the shit out yeah, of meaty right. clackers. Yeah, right. So the point where I found meaty clackers being socially acceptable but that was that was totally on design because of seinfeld they're like we want to be our own seinfeld so we're going to come up with terms and i i never really watched how you met your mother but the couple ones that i saw did the same thing where it's like somebody would come in and they'd be like uh you know like fucking i don't know like they'd have a red nose and they'd be like what's he one of those red noses and you're like that's not even (laughs) funny like at least the seinfeld stuff made sense you know Mm, but and it was a different time Right. It's so it's so weird how things go along with the times, you know? It's almost like, you know, you you look back at something and you're like, "Oh, it went along with the times," but it's almost just like that was just it because <laughs> you're just looking back on it and that's just what happened at that time. It's not like it went along with shit. 
Yeah. You're basing the time on that. You're not saying that that happened because of the time, you know? Yeah, right. Or yeah. it's like when you look at a picture of yourself when you were 10 years younger and you're like, why the fuck was I wearing that? Like, yeah. and, and 10 years ago, that was the fucking jam. Back then, and yeah. even even not being trend people, like like I would say safely that mean you aren't aren't people that go along with like trends so it's no, not like i think cavarici was the last time i succumbed <laughs> yes exactly yeah. but uh but but even that like same thing it's like your own the own it goes in a separate direction where like i would look at myself where i thought i was being different and shit and i'd be like what is going on there? you know what i mean so i don't know yeah it's a strange thing yeah whatever we're gonna fucking uh wrap her up break out of here thank you for listening to the friday edition of the awkward i think that was a knowledgeable episode we broke through a lot of walls there we have a trend going on and i and i don't i i'm i'm kind of uh don't even want to say it because i don't know if it's going to stay that way but i think it's obvioso it seems like we do a serious episode well for the most part serious episode on tuesday and then friday is kind of a let loose talk about everything kind of episode but um if you're on Twitter, please follow us at AwkwardHI5. That's the number five on Twitter so we could talk about stuff. You could tell us what direction you go on cervixes. If there's any other television shows out there that change the way people talk or anything like that, we could just have conversations. If anybody um, wants to show a picture of their Ziggy nose, feel right. free. We're not judgmental. You could, or it's yeah. send, you could send us private we, pictures. We might send you a prize. And um, if uh, you go on iTunes, subscribe. And leave a written review because once we get 100 written reviews, we're going to throw a party and everyone's going to be invited and Richie's going to eat a uh, fucking Ziggy Nose, uh, Ziggy nose <laughs> and a goldfish and he's going to wear women's underwear and jump into a puddle of cum and <laughs> everything else that he's ever talked about on this podcast. So anyway, thank Do you for listening. <laughs> we will see you in a few short days. My seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.